Greetings and welcome, Retroids, to another episode of The Crow's Nest, where me and Parasite Steve this time are going to be talking about another old Nintendo game that we decided to force ourselves through. And by through, I mean about halfway through because then we stopped. So that might right. color the uh, the you know the flavor <laughs> of the episode for you. Yeah, but for those of you who heard our Battle of Olympus, Battle of Olympus, our losing Battle, losing of, Olympus Battle of Olympus. Episode, yeah, this is like the sequel to that episode, right? And I I, I have it's, a feeling this is going to be like the second in a trilogy, at uh, least. Yeah, at least. Or it's me and Apit going through terrible games that we can't beat, right? <laughs> and, and, and all seemingly of a similar themed game too, which is action role playing platforming adventures for the Nintendo. So uh, the the game that we're going to talk about today is Fazanadu, also also pronounced Faxanadu by some people. Um, now this game came out in 1987. It was made by Hudson and Falcom. And uh, so the, the deal with the naming of this game, to start things off, it, it belongs to a series of games called Dragon Slayer. Not Dragon's Lair, <laughs> Dragon Slayer. And this series is mostly only in Japan. The first game came out in 1984, but the second game was called Dragon Slayer 2 Xanadu, which came out in Japan in 1985. So when they released this game in America on the Nintendo, uh, the Nintendo in Japan is called the Famicom. So they thought Famicom Xanadu, Fa Xanadu, Fa Xanadu. And I say Fa Q. Yeah, I say fuck that. Because, because you put it all together stupid. and it looks like fact Xanadu. There's no hyphen. There's no the hyphen. Name. There's no, no hyphen, no space. It's just one word. And I read that and I think most people read that as fact Xanadu. And that's what I've always said. But clearly yep. knowing that the start of it was Xanadu, mm-hmm. it's clearly just a reference to the Olivia Newton-John uh, Bonkers Fest Xanadu. They just took the name. Right. And so it's like, okay... I get it. You started with Xanadu, but to call it Fuzzanadu is bizarre. But right. technically, it's how you're supposed to pronounce it. Right. And so it, it makes some sense in that context, but looking at it, you'd never read it that way. But Fuzzanadu is what we're going to go with you know, for this episode. Um, and basically... Because we like it, to be annoying gatekeepers. We like to be annoying gatekeepers. No, we don't, but we it's don't. fine. Some Accuracy is also good. Okay. Accuracy is good, um, but but no one's going to call us out. We're all good. <laughs> uh, so, so this game Boss is... Rush is <laughs> Boss Rush might. Call us out, Boss Rush. Uh, so this game is, like I said, made by uh, Hudson and Falcom. Falcom is semi-popular for the Ease series, like the YS games. Um, I'm Again, gonna, you, how do you pronounce exactly. this? You have to be told. They're really good about having series that you don't know what the fuck to call them. Right. But it's just a giant Y apostrophe S. Apostrophe, or, or just an S afterwards. Oh, yeah. Okay. And, but so, and not until like the later games in that series did you get voice acting. Yeah. Where, like someone said So it's like said Wise. It. Wanderers from Wise. Wanderers from Wise. Yeah, like, what do you say? Oh, it's ease. Okay. okay. Anyway, anyway, moving on from there. So, so Fazanadu is a side-scrolling game. You play as this knight guy. The story doesn't really matter. (laughs) You're basically just going through the world trying to, like, help elves and dwarves and things like that. 
dwarves of which I have a very unique definition in this world. <laughs> yeah, they don't, they don't, I think they just got the name wrong. Yeah, I think they did in the translation because you you have all these townspeople that you can talk to. You know, you uh, you have villages with shops you're able to go into, and some buildings where you're just talking to people to mm-hmm. to get information. Yeah, like in it Battle really of does Olympus. start off feeling a lot like Battle of Olympus. It does. Yeah, and it you know it's a little confusing at first because you actually start the game with no weapon. And you have to you have to specifically like go through a couple areas that have enemies and just avoid them until you get to talk to the king who says, "Okay, go on this quest, please." He's like, "It's the king's quest. You must <laughs> venture forth and fight the evils of the land." But you don't have a sword, so he's like, "Oh, by the way, go buy a knife." So you go to the store after he gives you two thousand G's. Because you have no money. No, no, it's golds. Oh, that's right. It's golds. You're right. Plural. That's also a funny thing that I shouldn't. So skip the shopkeepers, over. if you try to buy something that you don't have enough money for, they're like, you don't have enough golds, and that's the currency. It's not just a bad translation. Everywhere in the game, golds. it is referred to as golds. Like I got one piece of gold. I got one golds. One golds. So yeah, you get two thousand golds from the king. You go to the shop. You buy a knife, and then it's funny because you try to immediately equip it and use it in the store, and they actually don't let you. The game prevents you from putting on weapons in stores because it's not nice to do. <laughs> it's not it's, socially acceptable. So right. I mean, there are laws of the land, but you feel like I don't get it. Why can't I equip this? Because right. you just it got it and weird. you don't know that yet. Right. And then you step outside <clears throat> and you put it on. Yeah. And it was just funny because like when we. We first started playing it i like i just had that inkling and i was kind of joking i'm like oh you can't you can't swing a sword in the shop steve and then he went outside and he put he was able to equip it and he's like holy shit you're right i'm like yeah i don't know i just that's stupid but that's what i thought of um so yeah so basically so the dwarves the dwarves yes the, not so dwarves this, at all you you talk to people they tell you about these dwarves all this other stuff and eventually you get to a point where they're like, oh, in this one place, there's this dwarf that's guarding something or other. And you go through it and we, you know, we're playing this game and we, we get to a screen with this like enormous blue flying gargoyle demon. And it's like, wow, that's an awesome graphic. Yeah, it's and like a gargoyle dragon thing. Gargoyle dragon thing. And big it's, wings, it's big super, teeth. Like it's a Yeah, it's super distinct. Thing. Like it's not, you know, it doesn't really look like, you know, every other kind of enemy. And... Then you 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 beat the place and you get the item and you leave and we're like was that the dwarf <laughs> and it was like that's the game's dwarf that's the game's dwarf the dwarves are giant gargoyle dragons giant flying gargoyle dragons so yeah the dwarves are everywhere not yeah. exactly sure I don't know what the elves look like yeah we, we, we haven't seen elves yet. I don't know <clears throat> um, so the game apparently is broken up into like four huge overworlds that are you know they're all side scrolling if you've played you know old nintendo games it's not like uh like like uh final fantasy or something where you have like a world map or dragon warrior it's like everything you're moving left to right but um so there's like these main overworld places that connect to a bunch of smaller little dungeons whether they're like a cave or or a tower or whatever and you pretty much have to go around and solve some manner of issue before you can get to the next main area. Right, so, like find whatever whatever the item is that you yep. need to get through whatever thing, you know, like plenty of games. Right. And so the first quest, w- once you leave the main town and everything, you get to a big area where they're like, there's these three fountains or these three springs. They're Wasn't like, that like the that was the second thing? Well, so what? So I but thought that that's, too. That's but, still part but of the first. When I was looking up the maps for this game, mm-hmm. that's listed as Overworld One. Oh, so geez. apparently, the stuff before that like doesn't even count. Doesn't even count because it's so, so linear. Where, where did we get to? So we got to Overworld Two. That's it. 
We got to, we got far into Overworld Two, but we didn't beat Overworld Two, which so, is all the mist. Which is yeah, the oh mist my area. god. Oh, which is interesting to talk about on its own. But in the first area, in 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 the Overworld One, the deal is like okay, there's these three ancient springs. You have to find them, and then you have to resurrect the fountain. So apparently, the springs have all run dry. There's there's a method to being able to fix these. Okay, cool. So explore the world. Yeah. You start things off pretty good. Like you know, you get to a few areas. There's a shop in the town that sells keys. Mm-hmm. You buy a couple keys. You go out. You know, you explore. Everything is looking Maybe a potion. good. You get a potion. You know, everything's looking pretty good. You actually build up money in this game really fast, which is great. That is um, very true. And one of the other things that's cool is when you kill enemies and you gain experience points and like quote unquote level up, you don't get stronger. What it does is it makes it so that every time you reach a new like threshold, like a new level or something. The person at the uh, at the church who gives you like your save point password, which is called the uh, they're, they're the gurus, <laughs> the gurus, yeah, the gurus give you a password, but they also give you a new title, so that what that does is when you die, you come back with more money than you've had before. Right. Oh, I, but I, uh, I see you've gotten uh, pretty good at this, so I'm going to call you a whelp. And you're like, oh, awesome! And then eventually you, you get work five dollars. Yeah, <laughs> it's five five gold, five bucks, five, five gold. And then uh, so later, like you're getting titles like warrior and soldier, and yeah, and myrmidon, and like all, all kinds of things. Of and then eventually, you know, you'll be dying, and you start with like eight thousand dollars. And honestly, that's one of the features of this game I think is great because it does allow you to die and get some money back, and then be able to buy a bunch of stuff before you go out. Right, because Battle of Olympus was. You know the the deal was every single time you died, your gold got cut in half. Right. Your so olives. every so you know it goes down, 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 and yep. you know you're dying all you the time. A, in that you get game. in a hole where it's like you just literally can't make money, and every enemy who drops money in Battle of Olympus only gives you like one yeah. a piece. It's, Whereas in this and, game, and they don't always drop. Oh yeah, they don't. Always so drop you can money. kill like two or three and get nothing. Yep. But with this one, every enemy who drops a thing only drops that thing, and it's 100% of the time. Right. So sometimes so, it's actually health. Yep. Certain enemies will always drop health, and certain enemies will always drop gold. But you can always rely on them dropping that. And the like harder difficulty enemies do give you significantly more gold. Like some of the enemies we were killing was giving us like 150 to 200 gold. Yeah. You know, a piece. So for sure, yeah, farming for if you have to buy anything in the shop is definitely super easy and yeah. and feels very reasonable which is good because the price tags on most of this stuff is is insane super high everything like, you get every single time you get to a new shop things that you can always buy like uh when you need to like fill up your health and your magic you have to actually go to this creepy dude who looks like a poor like he looks like a pawn shop dude yeah, like he looks like, like the pawn shop he's guy got, like, from the greasy crow. hair and greasy like, mustache. Never, he's like, hey, how's it going? I'm, and he's wearing a white like wife beater. He's like, he's like, hey, uh, hey, uh, you want me to, you want me to like heal you and stuff? And I'm like, oh my god, not really, not a but, lot. But you like I really have no though. choice. Yeah, and uh, and and you know, at first it's like, oh, it's like five hundred bucks. You're like, wow, that's a little steep. And now we're paying like two thousand. Yeah, yeah, where we are now, exactly. it's just ridiculous. It, it just keeps, keeps going, going up, and up, going higher and higher. But there are certain items that you need to get that are like. You know, single use items mm-hmm. that are like twenty eight hundred bucks, fifty right. six hundred bucks, hundred bucks. You know, it's, so, it's it's crazy. So it's a lot, and I mean, building up money that way is is 
is easy enough, but the good thing is when you die and you come back with all your money, you'll start in the town, or mm -hmm. rather, you'll start wherever your last password was created. The last, the, yeah, the last time you saw a guru who gave you a password, one of those like church dudes, yeah, like a which is yeah. also similar to Battle of Olympus it because you would find the temples of the gods, yep. and they would generate you a password, and then you, when you died, you could respond from yep. there. So it's it's actually really it's weird. Very how similar. There are definite similarities between the two, and I think I think Fazanadu does it a bit better because there's a lot more of those password generation gurus mm -hmm. whereas in battle of olympus like the temples are pretty far flung yeah like they're they're yeah. really far apart getting around is it makes more sense in this one too yeah. than it does in battle of olympus. there's battle less olympus there's just... less need to backtrack all the way back yeah and in some some cases you can't in some cases they put something in your path that does not allow you to get back to that previous level so that so actually yeah overworld one officially mm -hmm. like that spot where we couldn't go back to like that pre part of the game is like the part that doesn't even count that's, because that's, it's like they that's don't weird they don't that was a it. decent it, thing it's, it's weird yeah but yeah it's it's essentially like it's not even there in the map okay that's but weird I, yeah, I, okay. It's still part of the game. But, mm -hmm. I mean, I, I'm going on maps that I saw on on gamefaqs.com, so it's it's mm. it's a pretty you know uh, objective point of view or subjective rather. Um, but anyway. So yeah, so the money's not a big deal, but uh, the thing is, is that there are a lot of other aspects that make the money thing not the saving grace of this game. So I mean, when you're going through this main first area, you're trying to revive these springs. You're gonna enter, you know, a number of different doors and things that are unlocked, and you can just go in them and explore, and it's no big deal. Some of these have important items in them. Some of them have nothing in them. Mm -hmm. And uh, the other thing is that you will encounter doors that are locked. So you know, it's gonna say, okay, you need the jack key in order to open this, and you're like, oh, all right, I bought a jack key before I left. Or even if you didn't, you know, you can go back to town and get a jack key. Fine. You know, seems seems pretty. Let's innocuous. go get Jackie. Seems no big deal. Let's get Jackie. Then you go to use the jack key. You have to equip it first, which is annoying. Just having it on you isn't enough. You have to open your menu screen and equip the key. But whatever, it's fine. It's a Nintendo. We're going to get over it. But you go through this place, whatever. So let's say you're going into this little dungeon. Well, and well you go up, you press up in the door, and oh, it says yeah. you have used key. It then you skip it. very specifically spells yeah. it out, and it will do that every time you yeah, use Yeah, every key single time. And then the freaking key disappears from your inventory so 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 you've used the key right the door it's is a the door single is unlocked use key it's a single because that's key. how keys work right because that's how keys work but anyway it's a game we'll i gotta say, go okay i gotta go back to back to lowe's get right. some new copies gotta go buy keys because because my lock ate my key <laughs> but but thankfully the door is is unlocked now and i never need to worry about that again right okay cool so i'm going to go through the dungeon and then oh no it's actually really difficult i didn't buy enough potions i died shit okay well anyway i started back at town i have my money again i'll buy some potions and i'll go head out to that same place only the door is fucking locked again and every single door in this game that requires a key requires you to specifically purchase a key first every time yeah. you are going to They're enter that door. They're single use keys, but they are also single For use single locks. unlock locks. Yeah, yeah so they every lock when you open yeah, them. Yeah, they lock behind you every single time. So you um, are never making like all the stuff open to you right so like there was one point where um i went into a place i used the key i have used key and then there's like an enemy that was inside and he knocked me back and hit me and i hit forward to go forward but i don't know like it it registered on the d-pad as i hit up right and i was next to the door yeah he was trying to walk to the right and yeah so it just it hit up it so exited he, the place he booted back out so 
I needed to now use another key, which I did not have. Yep. So I had to then go back to the friggin' town, buy another key, and come all the way back, all just because this game forces every door to lock behind you. Which it's is crazy. Just it's just unnecessary. It's just, it's just forcing you yeah. to do not fun shit for no good reason. And the, the thing is, there, there, are, there are ways that it could have been mitigated. Like, either make the keys permanent so that I always unlock the door, whatever. doesn't matter. If you're going to do the text box, that's annoying, but at least I have the key. You're right. Or, it takes up a sp- spot in your inventory right. because you can only hold like eight things yeah you only have eight items so like if i'm going to dedicate one to this key then let me unlock every door no so it's a single use key for a lock that relocks behind you so that one right right there i think is one of my biggest gripes with this game that is a huge offense it makes it makes exploring a slog and what's worse is that there are parts of the game like i mentioned that have absolutely no bearing on anything that require keys. So there are certain towers later on that require like the queen key and you go through them and there is nothing in there. Mm. It is an empty place. There might be like a potion at the end, like a big whoop-de-doo. And you just wasted all this time trying to get there, trying to do all this stuff. Now I get it. They were trying to incorporate exploration Exploration, elements, but they aren't rewarding exploration. They're actually punishing exploration. So it's like, that's not fun either. Yeah. I want to be able to explore. There was, there was this one case where we were like going out of our minds, trying to figure out what the deal was with this tower. It was in the, you know, the place with, the, I guess it's the first, the first big overworld with all the mist oh, and so, all no, these so the, misty. The Tower of Mist is the second. Is the second place? That's the second. Okay, one. so you know it was it was after we we did all the stuff with the fountain and everything. We got to go back to the fountain. Yeah, we're not done with the fountain, but anyway. But there was this one place we were like, okay, well, it's a castle. It, it takes this key. We're in it. But for some reason, just existing in the castle is making us get hurt. Constant damage. And just it's like, like it's like every seconds. every three seconds, you yeah. know, a little chunk would disappear from your health and it's like okay well what the hell is going what are we doing wrong and we're like all right well there is something that some of the townspeople had said something about poison so we're like oh maybe maybe there's poison or something yeah they they said there was like multiple people mentioned a meteorite that the dwarves had brought to one of the towers and they said that the meteorite can be poisonous so i was like so we're like oh maybe let's go out on a limb here poison gas from the meteorite or something and i don't gotta come back once we're immune to poison or something like i don't know so so, and and then later we encountered the same sort of a problem. So we we just left. We didn't right, we, we said, didn't do that. Place. Forget it. We'll go. We'll so go we're like, all right. Else. We encountered the same sort of a problem, and then it dawned on us that there was this enemy that was on the screen that wasn't like next to where you are. Not even. But he's yet. like he's up, like walking up around, above, just walking, and around. he's just doing nothing. He's, he looks like he's just walking around, but he's holding a little drum, and he's just banging the drum. And that's what that enemy does. He just hurts you by being on the same screen as you. Yeah. So you have to like walk to him as fast as you can, which is not fast because you cannot actually get around very fast and then kill him as fast as you possibly can. But by then he's already hurt you like four or five times. Oh yeah. Your health Easy. is pretty much all the way gone. So you got to have a potion just to survive that. Just this one enemy being on screen. So yeah. we're like, Oh my freaking god! This is the like. First of all, that is one of the most bullshit. It's so it's so enemies dumb. of all time. And it's not like the enemy, like you said, it's not like the enemy was directly in front of you and you could attack it. It was like up on a platform, completely unreachable to you when you enter the room. So it's like you have to just run through the room. Yeah. But the fastest you can get through that room is still half of your health is, is gone. slow. Yeah. So it's like okay, what the hell? And then when we finally figured out that there's a, an item later on that stops time. And it will stop that guy from doing his thing. And you can, you know, for 30 seconds, you can kind of walk around that. 
dungeon, that that tower that we were like forever obsessing about being like, oh, what there's got to be something there? there. There's got to be something there. We finally did it. And there was nothing in that place. There it's was a, a totally potion optional at the end. A red potion. Like, what a kick in the pants. Like, you Not need three even, red potions just to survive right, to get to it. Right. I'm like, like you don't okay. even have to use this. You don't have to go in this <laughs> dungeon at all. I have to use potions to get trap. here. And my reward for this is potion. And it's not like, you know, that's different than being in a game that, like, you know, you, you're exploring. Oh, there's nothing in this part. It took you... A minute, yeah, and you're done. Right. No, no, this is something that it clearly it intrigued you. You felt it like was there was a something there. Tower, you needed a special queen yep. key to get in there. Like it yep. seemed like a big it deal. It really seemed like a big deal. And and like all this time later, because you can't get the frigging time stop until way way later. So we had to like think of it and be like, I wonder if this stops the enemy. Let's backtrack all the way back. Yep. And then we tried it, and it was pointless. Yep. It's like. That is punishing exploration, and that is bad game design. I'm just going to say it. If you have stuff that is optional areas that don't have stuff in it, that's okay. But when you make it something that's like you have to backtrack yeah. for it, you have to remember it, you got to go way out of your way, you got to go so far forward to get the hourglass, then all the yeah. way back, it's like, yeah. then you made it a nothing place? Right. Like, holy shit, yeah. man. That, that right there, you know what fair. that is? That is a Fazana don't. Yeah, that's a Fazana don't. And we're going to be we're gonna be talking about a couple more of those. So... So that that enemy is called the Sugata, and he's a mysterious musician that pounds upon a magic drum. At regular intervals, the magic of this drum will attack you regardless of where you stand. Seek to remove these enemies as quickly as possible. Yeah, fucking right. <laughs> Which is gonna be slow. Right, how fast can I go? So one of the other elements in this game is you have magic, and the magic spells that you get are essentially all the same. I mean... They are all called different things. They cost different amounts. They're supposedly, they do more damage, um, but they're essentially all just a fireball. Every one of them, it just is a thing that shoots forward in front of you. Yep. So at the point that we're at in the game, we have now four different spells. We have Deluge, we have Thunder, we have Fire, and then we have Death. And all of them do the same exact thing. They just shoot a different shape fireball in front of you. Right. So... Ultimately, I mean, they, just gonna, they, they are stronger. They get stronger. They're stronger, but they also use way they more, use more magic. magic. So it's so like, it's like uh, the, well, yeah. I could shoot two of the other one. Right. And, and, yeah. And how strong they are is questionable because the, the spell called death, which there's a shop at the beginning of the game with two extremely overpriced items. One of them is the death spell. One of them is this magic shield. They're so expensive up front that like all the all like the the guides and walkthroughs and things online suggest that you, you know, spend a bunch of time building up money to buy them both because they said death is so powerful and the shield is so good. So we have the death spell at this point. And guess what? There are plenty of enemies that we hit with it that don't die in one hit. And guess what? The other spells that we have also... We're only in the second place. Yeah, we're only in the second place. And the, and the, the spells that we had already, you know, can kill most of these enemies in like a couple hits too yeah so i'm like why so am i like, going to use death it, yeah. that uses like a third of my magic and, and according to what we read online death the death spell the is death spell. is uh the second like most powerful spell in the right. game super so, super strong uh it's not like there's a bunch more right so this we're, is the second we're just most like, powerful yeah and, and i'm honestly feeling like it would have been way better instead of having four fireballs that are all, all functionally exactly the same if they were more like castlevania sub weapons where you're like oh okay i have one that shoots above me one that can shoot like in front of yeah. me like just different utility yeah and these spells and, are just all the same and so, they don't go through walls or anything no so i mean no nope. like, 
I don't know. And what's they weird don't really feel. I mean, they are useful for certain things, but it's yeah. so difficult to fill up your magic again. Yes, there's no items you can buy that fill up your magic. Right. You, you can, can die. Buy, you can die. You can go to the healing man, which is out of town, or there's who a, looks super creepy. Right. The, yeah. The creepy. The creepy. All the all man. the shop owners are pretty creepy. Yeah. Well, the guy who sells you keys is just flat out Bill Murray. Oh like, yeah, he's, he's just he's Bill smoking Murray. a cigarette. He's yeah. just a hundred percent Bill yeah. Murray. But there's he's another like, store hey, in the keys? in oh. the town that sells beef jerky, and apparently this isn't an item that goes in your inventory. Right. It just uses immediately. And yeah, so you have to be at the, to be at the town, which is town, like, I'm just going to heal which then. Is, yeah, which is dumb because you can just go to the pawn shop guy from the crow and pay him like two grand and, right. and you're going to fill up your health and, and your magic. magic all the way. But if you go to the beef jerky, yes, it's cheaper. It only refills your magic and only part way. Yeah, I think I think we actually... Or maybe never, it's only your we've health. We've never once bought the jerky, but I think it... No, fills, I, no I did. Oh, you did? Yeah. Okay. I think uh, it's actually health, not, I, I, uh, not I was, magic. I was reading... I thought it was a little bit of health and magic. Either way, there's no good way to restore your magic out in the field. None. So you're going to end up doing this thing that we did a million times, which is you're going to use the magic a lot up front when you have it, and then you're going to get to a point later and go, oh, crap, I need magic. Yeah, I by the time no you get to, like, to where the boss is of the tower, you're kind of just out of yeah. magic. and then you just need to walk back to town again. And it's yeah. stupid because, you know... Or you get good enough that you have to, like, conserve your magic, right. so you're like, all right, well, I can't use I'm it until I get to the boss. the boss. So it makes everything so much harder. Right. And and so that that's really like a huge you know because it has very hurdle. clunky controls just yeah. like Battle of Olympus the controls are it's, are it's not not as slidey it's not as slidey which is a which is a plus but yeah it's clunky the combat's a little clunky one thing I'll say is that like you know we've been talking about the upgrades and stuff so for the most part I feel like all the upgrades are pretty lame but the one thing that was really cool is you do start the game with a knife and mm-hmm. then eventually you get a long sword and the long sword is significantly yeah, bigger yeah unlike unlike battle of olympus where it goes butter knife better butter knife butter knife like, red butter knife and then they're like knife. okay you're going to get the knife you're going to get the sword then you're going to get the greatest sword ever invented and they all look like the tiniest butter knife you've ever seen right they don't get any longer at all and this is literally like a huge difference yeah. and honestly everything that we've got that's like armor has made him look different. Yeah, it has a visual difference, yeah. which is super fun. So he has a shield, he has armor, you know, you yep. really do change as you go. And I know from later, from seeing later uh, levels that he gets a helmet. So yep. the character does actually look pretty decent. I mean, his head's goofy, but he looks pretty cool. And the fact that you can see all of your upgrades like that is awesome. Yeah. Uh, Battle of Olympus, you could see nothing change on the actual body. To, down to the fact that he starts off his graphic as the man is holding a freaking shield, even if you have no shield. Oh, and then yeah. later, you get a shield, and it's like, okay, now for, now it's now it's for real, though. Yeah, now you have a shield. It's like, well, I always had a shield. No, you right. didn't. No, Whereas, he, was, he was just holding a make-believe shield. It was just the Now graphic. he's holding the real one. Right, oh, but in Fazanadu, he's got okay. a shield when, he, when you actually like, buy the shield. But the It's pro- like, that just, that just blows my mind. It, okay? It, it my mind is just unable to comprehend things like that straight up mind blow here it's like either it's a shield or it's not a shield don't don't give me this don't tell me that it looks like a shield don't tell me there is no shield matrix i see it i see the shield uh so so the sword is cool but every other upgrade feels like it doesn't exist it is the armors that you can buy which are like you know multiple thousands of dollars and i i swear we we are on the the (laughs) multiple thousands of golds of golds right (laughs) so you start with the leather armor which is just like he can't be naked so he has something yeah it does nothing then you have like this partial armor that you get a little bit later which felt like it did nothing and then we bought uh, the next armor which was the full plate armor which 
also felt like it did nothing. And I looked it up. Apparently, the numbers say that these armors only reduce your damage by 5% and then 10%, which, frankly, is so minimal, yeah. you're not even going to notice it, it because does, and your, you health, your health isn't like, you know, like one, two, three, four, five, like pieces. Right. It's just a it's bar. It's a bar. It's a gauge. So you can't count like the number of health you just lost. Right. It's just like, I don't know. It went it's down. How big like was a, the chunk that yeah, I'm Yeah, it went down now. like half a centimeter or like a yeah, or like an right. inch or something. So it's, it's hard to even tell. Right. So to the player, it doesn't feel like you're even getting an upgrade. Right. And then there was an upgrade we got that was an item and it said, oh, having this makes you stronger. It was a makes pendant. Makes your attack stronger. Yeah, the pendant, which, yeah, the pendant. Which was an optional dungeon you yeah, did. Yeah, right. You had to fight two dwarves. Yeah. To get it, it, it was super, super hard. You had to have and a bunch of potions. Yeah, but then it's like, oh, we're permanently stronger now. This is like, sweet. This is totally worth it. And we literally, we literally can see no difference. Even walking out of, and we, it's equipped. It's automatically equipped. And like the enemies that we were just killing, right, take the same amount of hits. Yep. So it's like, what on what planet? Like, what is the situation that that I'm gonna notice that I'm stronger now? Right. Like, oh, this pendant improves your attack damage by three percent. Because honestly, yeah, right, by three percent, right, or something, right? Like, are it's you like, kidding me? Um, guess they what? Take, it doesn't matter. The enemies take two, two or three or four hits. Right. The if unit of measure is number of hits. The number people. of hits. It's right. not whatever the numbers are in the background of the game that the math actually matters. It's like how many hits do I need right. to do on them? Yeah. So essentially, it did nothing. Right. It did nothing which, at all. Which sucked, which is a bummer because it was a huge honestly, endeavor to get that. It was and it would be great like that would be such a cool thing like it was a hard optional dungeon but guess what you should definitely do it because now all the enemies take half the amount of hits oh that's that's freaking that's boss mm -hmm. i love it right and that would be amazing but i think reality is that it probably only impacts you fighting bosses which take like you know more than one or two hits or, or whatever yeah but you're going to pretty much use your magic to fight all these bosses anyway. But I want to go back to the uh, the area with the springs. So this main first overworld, you've gotten all these springs, whatever. So I think that was called Mattress Land. Mattress Land. That's what they'll call it. So they basically said there's three hidden ancient springs. You've got to find them. They suggest like one's up in the sky. Mm -hmm. There's one that's hidden, you know, in this whatever tower. And then there's this one that's like, whatever, it's over here. It's really easy to get to. That's the first one because you're going to find. Because there's a big fountain in this one that's section like up, that, that's like, up at the end of where you can running. finally go and it's like clearly you're supposed to go past it but you can't yet and there's this big fountain and it's just not flowing anymore right and they're and all the townspeople are like oh the water used to flow but now but the wise men turned off the water or something. right and, and, and they're like oh you need to you know re-revitalize yeah. the fountain in order go, to travel go to convince Mascon. the wise men to turn on their their springs yeah tell them to go turn <laughs> like, on the springs that is not how and that's essentially works. all it boils down to is like once you find the wise men they're like oh yeah no we turned it on yeah. And then they just turn it on. It's like, yeah. why, did, why did you do this? Right. Why, why you got to be this way? <laughs> Jesus. So the so this fountain, so, you know, one of the things that's important in this game is talking to all the people in the town and talking to them multiple times, like, throughout your adventure um, because they sometimes do change what they say depending on, like, what you've recently done. And so there's people who are like, okay, you got to revitalize the springs. You have to activate this fountain there's a big rock on the top of the fountain that you can't move without the ruby ring like all these other little nuggets of information okay cool whatever so one of the springs is in the sky mm -hmm. they said they makes, said these it's in the sky sense. okay cool perfect it's in sense. the sky that makes sense that's how they build them up there <laughs> so they you know you you get the first one and then you eventually come to a point where you're like there's nothing more i can do and back at the town, there was a guy who sold a really expensive pair of boots. boots. And they were wing boots. And so we're like, all right, cool, whatever. We'll just like save up a bunch of money and go buy these wing boots. Cool, we'll be able to fly. 
So we buy the wing boots. Then it's a matter of like, okay, I don't know really where to go. So I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna put them on and try it out. And so you just go to an open area and equip the boots and use it. And it says, da 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 You have used the winged boots. You have used the boots. Yeah, I, I've used winged boots. <laughs> and, uh, and so then it goes on there. And then you see a little, like, 15, 20 second timer appear up at the top of the screen. Yeah. There's like a little, lead, there's a letter T. Yeah, I think it's 20 seconds. Yeah, so it's like a 20 second timer appear. And I'm like... And I said it to Steve because I, I put them on when I was not like ready to have them. I'm yeah, just you like, accidentally did it in the town. Yeah, I was just like, I'm like, oh, I'm just gonna put the boots on. I don't know. And then I, but when I you used it like down an item, and attack up and attack. It's it's like you use no it. no down and attack because oh, really? up and attack is magic. Oh, right, down and you can't, attack you can't is duck. your there's no crouching. Right, there's, there's no, no duck. ducking yeah. this game. Yeah. So yeah, down and attack, and you use the item. It says the text box gives me a 20 second timer. I'm like. Oh my friggin' god, Steve! <laughs> it's a single it. use item. Like it's gone. Yeah, it, we didn't it, know that. We no, thought it was just a. We, we thought, thought it was we had an upgrade. It's now. a pair of boots. Like it's not <laughs> like it's a magic little like trinket. It's right. Like, it's a pair of fucking boots. So you're telling me this guy slips on these boots. He has 20 seconds and to be able to fly. Dissolve. And then poof. Just gone, like the keys. Gone. So we're in the town. Farewell, I used the thing. I'm like, friend. holy goddamn. And so I ran for my life. Didn't didn't grab no shoes or nothing, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, holy crap. Okay. So I where I thought I was supposed to go was there was a there was a dead end somewhere that was just like a big sheer cliff. And I'm like, okay, I probably have to fly up there. Right. So And that's a hundred percent what the game made traps you, think. you yep. into thinking. Totally. Like there's people who even yeah. mention it. And so go there, fly up to the top, and there's like a there's a bottle up there. I'm like, ooh, what's that? And I get it, and it's just like you found red potion. Yeah, the red potion is just your only basic healing item you can buy in every you can single buy in every store store in every town, and that is the same item that was the non prize at the end yep. of the optional dungeon we mentioned yep. earlier with the guy who hurts you, and yep. you know just for existing. It's, it's the game's equivalent of the middle finger. Yep. If they're if they're being nice enough not to give you the poison vial, which just straight up hurts you. Yeah, and looks very simple. Similar. Yeah, it's 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 ver it's the same graphic. It's, it's like just a different oh, you color. have taken poison. You have taken and poison. It, it like takes yep. half your energy away. Okay. Right, which oh, which they okay. do use a few places to be a dick. And so I flew up there, got the red potion, and the boots ran out. I'm like, holy crap! Are you shitting me? So I had to walk all the way back down, buy another pair of boots. But yeah. then I don't know where to go right. now. Like, so it's just so, a matter of like you got to explore. You gotta, like, ain't nobody got time for that, right? And the boots are expensive. Like at this point in the game, twenty eight hundred bucks was a lot. Yeah. Like we did not have close to that much money. I think when we were dying, we were getting maybe like six hundred or eight hundred gold to start. Mm. So it's like you still have to kill a bunch of enemies to get that money. Then you got to buy a pair of boots. Realistically, you got to kind of buy two, and then you gotta just try shit yeah there's just no specific place that they show that you can do things and some of the screens when you go to fly you hit the ceiling there's right. nowhere to go right so you know I, I don't understand why it couldn't be a like a permanent item but that it drains your magic right so okay that's a hundred percent what it fine could you don't want me to be able to fly everywhere at all times i fine. get it that, would break, that would break the game. break the game okay no problem just have it drain the drain the magic which by the way is really difficult to refill as we said so yeah. it's not like no big deal i'll just wait for it to refill it no, makes that's it not precious how it works yeah 
it makes it precious. But at least you don't have to continually go back and spend more money and buy more single-use items. And they take up space in your inventory, which, as we said, you can only hold eight, eight. items. So if you want to stock up on a few keys and a few potions, or, you yeah. already only have, like, one or two item slots yeah. available. Yeah, exactly. So if, And then you need, what, two pairs of the boots? Because, I don't know. Right, because you never know. 20 seconds really isn't enough. Yeah. And sometimes it's just barely not enough. Yeah. And you figure out where to go at the last second, and then it runs out, and you're like, okay, well, now I know I have to go up there, but I need now another I go pair of boots to do boots. it. Yep. So the, so the whole single use like exploration items, like things that you need to get to where you have to go is a terrible idea. Yeah. Like these should be permanent things that you have to allow you to explore better. So that was a whole debacle. And there was even a point later in the game where we finally saw there was like nowhere else to explore. We're totally tapped out of ideas. There was just one random ladder that was way the hell up that we thought like, oh, it probably is a place that you come down from and then you just jump down from. No, turns out that was where you had to go and you had to backtrack from Overworld 2, which is the Forest of Mist, all the way back to the first friggin' town because that's the only place that sold the wing boots. And you had to buy another pair of yeah, wing it wasn't boots. Yeah, it wasn't even in our head anymore. No. We're like, oh, okay, wing boots are done. We use those. Yeah, because Steve had said before, there's certain, like the first main area of the game with the king and all that stuff. Like once you hit quote unquote overworld one with the springs, that whole area is not even available to you anymore. The doors don't work anymore. You can't go there. So we just thought, okay, every time you enter like a new big area, then the game is probably telling me we're done there. No, turns out this place is like, oh, actually you can backtrack. You can go and get those yeah. wing boots again that you need. I'm like, Yeah, it conditioned shit. us into thinking we can't go back. Right, and, and then now it needs you, can. you to. Yeah. So it's, it's like very, very misleading. Yeah. The other thing that um, pro probably like, one of my last points is the um so there's this one person who tells you to seek out a guri and they keep talking about the guri and go to this tower and find the guri g-u-r-i and steve and i are like what the hell's a guri and they're like oh if you if you find the guri he will uh you know he'll give you this this ruby ring or whatever and i'm like this is weird like i don't know what the hell that is and, yeah, and and there was we're we're literally like, who is the guri? Who's the guri? Like, what is that? And, and so we thought like maybe it's like a type of enemy or something. And so the the tower that they were talking about, there was a there was this one. I mean, we scoured, we looked everywhere, couldn't find it. And then we see, did some tower scouring, tower scouring. And there was one enemy that was like this bizarre like music robot thing that would like turn this little organ and summon these coconut bombs that would drop down on your head and pretty much destroy you like you had almost no time where you could realistically take any damage from these yeah the, the boulders fall so ridiculously fast and they kill you in probably three hits yeah they, they're insanely i'm trying to you find the name of the enemy but your energy away um Bummer. I can't. I have like a list of the enemies, but there's there's none here that are um, showing it. But anyway, it's uh, it's oh okay, it's Zoru Gariru. <laughs> That's the name. so he's technically considered a boss. He's this bizarre looking thing. He, and he's just kind of like cranking on this little machine, and he so they call them rocks, and he drops rocks on your head. And so Steve and I are like, maybe that guy's the guri because i ran into him at one point there was an item behind him that i needed right that was and the you elixir. just ran past him but you didn't you and didn't I, kill him right i just ran past him and i'm like oh you know you're probably right maybe you got to kill that guy and then you get the 
you get the item. So the description of this enemy says, this unusual enemy stands on a high ledge operating the machine. The machine causes seismic disruptions in the room, loosing boulders which rain down from the top of the screen to the bottom. The creature itself is not capable of doing much damage, but the rocks that fall are very dangerous and should be avoided. Additionally, the creature itself is un- is invulnerable to attack. It's the machine that you must attack to defeat it. And we, I mean, Steve figured out that you could just use magic spells on it, and it, and it died. But... Needless to say, we're at our wit's end. <laughs> nothing we, we and nothing thing, happened. And nothing happened. We were we were really we we're like this sure is that that was this it. That's Zori. That's what he means. Because I mean, the name of the thing is Zori. Zori We're like, like it's oh, close. it must be that. Yeah, that didn't do anything. Literally, just like just guarding this elix- elixir from earlier. I'm like, that's dumb. You don't even need to fight it. So, okay, we are completely stumped. We've gone, we've talked to everybody. We actually, at this point in the game, had activated all three of the springs. One of the guys, the last guy who you had to get involved going into this same dungeon with the, uh, with the rock dropping guy. And you had to find, there was, a, there was a guru there that you talked to. And he, you know, whatever, gives you a password and says, here, um, here's this special key. It's the Joker key, which there was one door that had the Joker key lock, and so we're like, "Oh my oh, god, cool! cool. Yeah, Joker key, Joker key, cool!" Awesome. And then before he leave, before you leave, he's like, "Here's the Joker key. Also, just in case if you needed a second Joker key, uh, <laughs> come back after. And see me anytime maybe after come five back. O'clock. Yeah, yeah, come back and, and talk to me, and I'll give you another <laughs> one." And I'm like, "Why would he say that? Yeah, why? Why would I need to come back here yeah. and get a second key? I don't ever want to see you again. I don't ever want to see you again. This is ominous." And so we go out. Go to the room. Okay, so before we before we go further, so we were looking for the Guri. We hold, found this so dude. Hold on, hold on, no, no. The Guri part hasn't even come into play yet. Oh, it did. It did. It did it? Yeah, because we were looking for the Guri oh, to get the, the Joker key. Oh, got the Joker key. Right, right, right. So, oh my God, it was a typo. Right, it was a typo. They meant to say Guru. Guru. Which and, are and, those and, guys. And they spell Guru out in a million in places. In a million places. But this one time they did a typo and said Guri with an I and we're like, okay, it it's must be something it's a, else. Yeah, it's a totally different we thing. We had no idea. But either way, we hadn't found that guy. Yep. But still, it's just so freaking funny. Because you're br- I'm looking for... Like, if it said guru, we would have yeah, been like, we oh, like, oh, we need to look for one of those, you know... It's those- fine we wouldn't have found it faster, honestly. We probably wouldn't have killed that that. We wouldn't have bothered with the, that guy. The boulders, yeah. that guy. Zuri Guriru. We yeah. probably wouldn't have gone back to him. Wouldn't but, have bothered. But yeah, so finally we found... Okay, and it's the only time that the guru is not in one of the churches. Right. The only time. Yep. This was in a random enemy-infested tower. And he's Usually just the, in there hanging out. Yeah, he's just in there. It's the only time we've encountered that so far. Yep. So, so just right. So you got the Joker right. key. So, okay. yeah, Joker key's got right. Cool. The Guri thing is, is resolved. So it's like, all right, cool. We need to go into that last that last room, whatever. So 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 we only had actually two of the uh, of the springs activated at this point. But we go into this last area. You you oh, use the Joker key. You unlock this cave. You go in. There's a big you know gargoyle there. You gotta fight it. Okay, fine. You know it's a dwarf. Whatever gargoyle. It's a dwarf. A dwarf. So so fight the gargoyle. Go past it. Then there is a there's a magic man standing there, and he's and he's. There's a ma- hey magic man. And he's like, yeah yeah yeah. <laughs> he's a magic man. man. Yeah. And uh, he's sitting there, and we're like, cool. So we talk to him, and he gives us the whole spiel. And he says, all right, <laughs> and I'm we're like, okay, let me has your, your spiel. Give me the spiel. Let me has it. Lay it on me, man. And so he activates the final spring. Third spring activated. We're like, 
we're there. Boom. We are done. Done. Mm. We were out of Dodge. Boots. We're like, okay, beat pants. feet out of that boots place. Go up to pants. where the fountain mm. is. We've been mm. seeing the fountain mm. forever in a day. We're like, okay, boom. Now what? When we get there in the wo- there's freaking water just just gushing. Gushing. Out of that just fountain. And we're like, the fountain. Oh my god, like, yes. satisfied. We yes. are so satisfied. We fucking this is did amazing. It. We did it. We are awesome. We did a little dance. We did not make a little love, because that's weird. Because we're brothers, but, but we did get down. But tonight. we got we got down to that that particular night. That particular yes. night, and then we're but, like, now what? Now what? <laughs> we're like, um, I don't understand. I don't know what to do. So the fountain was activated, which is great mm-hmm. and all, but we still could not get any further. And nope. we're like, okay, at this point, screw this. We ha- we're just looking on a fact, because yeah. we were really trying and, not and, to. And we and we talked to other people, and and I said I was like, I distinctly remember there was a person in the town that said you need to have the ruby ring to to or the amber ring or whatever to move the boulder on top of the fountain and i'm like holy shit where's the yeah ruby where's the ring? ruby ring like what the fuck we've been everywhere we had where where else is there to right. go and so then it, it became this entire like you know hour or hour or two long like just endeavor <laughs> of like i'm gonna buy the winged boots i'm gonna buy like three of them i'm gonna go to every place that i think <laughs> i could potentially fly there was like one room that distinctly was like very like it was a vertical room with like only a little bit of stuff on the sides i'm like maybe i gotta fly yep. up there nope nothing nope. there i'm like holy shit what <laughs> yeah and then steve's like i'm just gonna look it up and so steve looks it up and he just reads through the faq and goes dude you're not gonna like this i'm like oh what the hell what did this game do it's like, not just not gonna like you're not gonna fucking believe you're not gonna this. fucking believe this also every time you die in this game it tells you not to have negative thoughts yeah. Like a speech bubble says, appears and it says, don't, don't have, have negative, negative thoughts. thoughts. Remember your, your mantra. mantra. And I'm like, fuck you game with this shit. <laughs> Every time. And the first time that. Maybe like, that should be my permanent sign off. Now, <laughs> don't like, have I, negative thoughts. Yeah. Remember, remember your, your mantra <laughs> inst- instead of saying uh, it right. is indeed it's, a sad thing. Your adventure is here. And the first time that Steve died and I could tell he was getting frustrated, I went to him and I said, Steve, are you having negative thoughts? <laughs> and he said, yes. <laughs> <laughs> And I'm like, no, don't have negative thoughts. <laughs> it says not to. Don't. The game says no. <laughs> so, okay. So, so what was uh, the bullshit? The what did bull- you have to do? So, we'd the- been everywhere, or so we thought. Right. But we thought correctly. We right. had we actually, had been, actually everywhere. been everywhere. So, gentle, gentle listener, if you've all been paying attention, we mentioned the guru that said that if you need a second Joker key to go back to him, right? Why would he say such a thing? Well, it's for this exact reason. So apparently, the guy who's in the locked room behind the Joker key, remember, keys dissolve, doors relock. We mm-hmm. need to get another Joker key to yep. open this fucking door again. So we have to go back up there, get a second Joker key, go back into the cave, fight the dwarf again. All you had to do was the last guru who who activated it wasn't a guru. The, the last the last, oh, the magic la- man. last wise man the, the magic who, man magic man who who activated the third and final spring yep you just had to fucking talk to him a second time yep. after activating the spring and then he goes oh uh by the way here's the ruby ring yep. yeah uh have fun storming the yep. castle 
I'm like, are you fucking serious? Legitimately. Like, no other, no other character in the game. Nope. No other important character. None of these gurus. They all have just like carbon copy dialogue yep. that they just say the one time. And then if you talk to them again, that's yep. all they do. They, nope. they just repeat this themselves. This dude activates the spring and then the dialogue ends. So yep. you're like, woohoo, party I mean, time. Come on. The game could have easily said, hey, oh, I activated the spring. God. And by the way, take the ruby ring right. with you. No, it is just a middle finger. It is yep. just the game going, ha ha, we're going to get another hour or two of gameplay out of you because we know that this is going to happen to everybody and the fact is i don't think i ever would have tried this Mm-mm. no i first never of all it's so it's so out of the way to go and get that key yeah because the only key that's hard to get yep and then you can't to go it. and talk to him why i why? know what's there he activated the spring we're done there's no reason to think that you have to go talk to him a second time right there's just no reason no nope. so, and he's even behind a boss that responds so I, it's like, yeah why i seriously am I go don't think i ever would have i think no. if i was playing this back in the dizzy mm-hmm. i think i would have mm-hmm. never gotten further than never this. i never would have figured that part out and that's crazy because that's not tremendously far that's maybe like three or four hours playing the game and again so much of this game's length is because of mistakes and having to backtrack and buy a thing again and all this yeah rebuying stuff stuff. so like you know if we were to play this game again now we could probably get through these first couple areas much faster not in no time yeah but much faster but it's just that level of like just sheer like trolling that Mm. this game has Mm -hmm. that really frustrates so bad and there's so many mechanics that are frustrating like that um but you know ultimately like it was a good experience playing through this game i mean playing as much as we have played yeah we had fun for a while um i I do want to just mention this one little goofy thing that i find to be just oh yeah cumbersome and it's it's one of those like it's not as big as all the stuff you just complained about it's much smaller but But this, this this drives me crazy when you go to any shop they they make you click through three screens of dialogue for them just to get to the, the items to buy. So you, you know, usually the- you're like, hey, how's it going? Uh, would you like to see what I got in my uh, got in my drawers? And you're like, yay. And and then that's it. And then you're looking at, that's like most games. You're looking at all the items. You can just pick whatever you need. This you got to like three times. Store, so you first walk of all, through the store. You and you talk, talk to, to the, the guy, guy. And he says, hello, I sell tools. What would you like? And then you have to hit A. And then you have to select, come here to buy, come here to sell. Because... For some reason, you can sell items for shit money, but really the only reason to do it is because y- you might need to get rid of something in your to inventory, hold something extra. like a key. You, yeah. It's not like a single use. Like if you can't, if you can't put that in a door to make it disappear, then it's, it's like shit. Uh, right. What do I do to get rid of this key? I need to get an extra something or whatever. I need to get like four more wing boots. So then you go, okay, come here to buy. That's click click a number two. Then he says again. What would you like? Then you click the button again. Are you kidding me? Why are we still talking? Three times. Then finally you get to A. You hit A. And then you can see actually all the stuff to buy. Oh my right. God. Okay, then, fine. Then for the hell, so, buy, buy a red potion. Because so, it's, it's even further exasperating. So you buy, you buy something. So I've just bought a red potion. And he's, oh, he says you, you can't, can't carry, carry anymore. <laughs> We're full on items. But okay, okay. This, let me... Let, yeah, me, so, let me use it. So uh, we have the game right here. We're just like going through it. So we have accuracy. But yeah, it, this whole process, think of the number of times you mentioned we have to go to the store. Right. So a imagine times. this times a thousand times. Right. Well, well, okay. But the, the key thing that we're missing is... Um, oh, I thought you were going to get you, to it. When you buy one thing, 
whatever it is, if it's a potion or whatever, I don't know. He he says something else and says, oh, thanks, whatever. And then kicks you out. You are no longer in the screen where you can select stuff. So what that means is if you were, say, buying like a bunch of potions, like two Joker keys, two queen keys, yeah, whatever. And three potions, that's seven times. Every single time you buy one thing, you have to click through three initial screens of dialogue then one at the end that says thank you for purchasing whatever whatever he says and then it poops you back into the just general shop right, you're just standing so there. you have to do that every single time so if you're buying three potions in a row you're like oh my god click click yes give me the damn potion okay click the potion okay now that was just one right like do it's it like, through, do it like two more times six button there presses is, for each stupid. item stupid there's no reason for that it's so inefficient and the other thing that i mean even if there was going to be the three screens of dialogue to click through which is stupid there only yeah. needs to be one but even if there was three or even just two if they really didn't know how else to incorporate the sell buy thing um then fine so there's two but let me buy all the stuff at once every video game shop in history lets you just do all your shopping yeah. in one fell swoop you don't need to re-talk to the person for the first time every time you buy one thing right it's super frustrating and the other thing is that when you are talking to any character if you hit the b button it immediately just abandons the dialogue which in some cases, you might be like, that's a good thing. Except it does it when you're in the shop, too. And it has been in our brains for a very long time that hitting other buttons when people are talking in games helps speed up the dialogue. Except in this game, it just boots you out of the whole dialogue and you have to start it over. So they're like, nope, don't hit any of the buttons. Don't do anything else. Just let them talk at the slow pace that they're going to talk and hit the A button, you know, six more times to buy the thing. So... It builds up to a point where it's just little frustrations of like, oh my god, yeah. I have to buy three potions and two keys and a wing boot. Like that's gonna take me like five right. minutes right. just of hitting. There's a. so many little things like extra dialogues, extra you know, making you buy stuff over and over. All these little things, if they if they had fixed all these little things, the game would be infinitely more fun so because much. it's it's just less of a slog. So I understand there's like, you know, in the old days, they're trying to get you to play these games as long as possible. And, you know, obviously we did not have the wealth of entertainment that we have now. So you'd buy a game like this. And we've talked about it in the past in many episodes. You would buy a game, even if it wasn't a great game, you would just play it to death. Like the original Ninja Turtles game. Perfect example. I love the Ninja Turtles. That was the only Ninja Turtles game that I could have. So guess what? I played it. I'm going to play it to fucking death. Did I ever really like it? Not really, but I just kept playing it. So I understand if I got Fazanadu for Christmas and that was my only game, uh, my new game, yeah, I'm probably going to keep yeah, at it play and the hell just out of play it. the hell out of it. And that's probably what would happen. Yep. But it's like, it should be also fun because there's enough stuff in the game. There's enough. There's like a massively huge game screen. Just overall, if we are on level two, because it's two out of what? Five? Out of four. Out of four. So we're about not halfway just, through the game. And, right, and it's not just a level. It's like a world, a, a yeah, map with like are, six or seven small places. It in can it. have like three towns. We've had three yeah, towns. Yeah, in this overworld in level we've had two. three towns. Yeah. Like seriously. And we're not even through it yet. So for all we know, there's another one. Right. So yeah, it's it's not a small game to begin with. There's no reason to torture the friggin' player by making them jump through all these hoops over and over again just, just that feel like middle finger. 
fingers. Mm-hmm. So it, yeah, it, it's 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 definitely the product of the time that this game came out and what gamers were more accepting of and what was not standard of the industry, and which is fine. But I think it's really interesting to go back and play these now and try to assess them as yeah. like how do they stand up now? Are they right. actually something that's worth going back and playing? So now what's what is uh, what's the genre again? So this. This is technically considered action, role-playing, platform, adventure, which I know is just a bunch of words, but really, it but does sum it up pretty well. It does. That's all the things that the game action, is, Action, role-playing, sure. platforming, adventure. Yep. And, and I would say, uh, uh, comparing it to... Because um, obviously, we didn't beat Battle of Olympus, we didn't beat this, but we uh, we did put similar amount of hours in, I would yeah. say. I would say maybe we played Fazanadu a little bit more. A little more, yeah. Um, but I would say that um, both games were fun at first. I would say Battle of Olympus was more fun at first than this one, mm-hmm. but this was fun longer. This stayed fun longer. And uh, the fact that the gold uh, the, that you can level up and the gold changes every time you die, because at this you, point, you get an we die and we have like die. seven grand. Right. Seven so, gold. Seven. Th- I mean, 7,000 seven golds. golds or whatever. So it's like uh, sometimes what you'll strategically do is die so that you can keep getting that larger amount of gold and go keep going back to the shop and like it's great it's it's quicker than saving up the money which even then isn't that bad and doesn't right. take too long so the amount like farming is way better in this yep. one yep. uh the fact that you get stuff and it visually changes your character is great but holy crap it does not feel like it's doing anything no. other than visual yeah if they say you're stronger if they say that you're going to take less damage it does not it's like if you say so man right like, i beg to differ i'm playing right. the game it's like it barely feels like it so it, it might as well not exist right yeah i think the music is better in battle of olympus but it's also like battle of olympus has great songs and terrible songs right this is all kind of like middle of the road, middle of the road. yeah I agree. Uh, so yeah, this one definitely just is like it stays the course a little bit longer. It's less you know polarized than Battle of Olympus, but ultimately, I think it is fun to go back and try these games out. Graphics in Battle of Olympus, I think, are a little bit better. Too. Graphics, I think, are uh, the palette, the color palette's much better in Battle of yeah. Olympus too. I just think it, like, it just looks nice. Like this game has like a lot of like weird like sharp pinks and yellows and blues and just like kind of intense. The 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 second overworld le- level, the the um the forest of mist in Fazanadu is. Uh, really weird to look at Very it's like busy. it, it kind of hurts the eyes but the effect that they went for is cool like they basically have all these small little square tiles of background and foreground that are just ever so slightly moving and just slightly shifting left and right mm-hmm. which gives the appearance of like you know mist moving around which you know it's not an incredible effect but i gotta hand it to them that's kind of cool you know they, they definitely tried something different and uh it, de- it gives the whole level a creepy atmosphere but yeah, because it's basically pixels that are floating, and then they have like a transparent layer. So you just have like purple dots basically floating. Mm-hmm, around. A lot but, of purple dots. So it's very busy, but they were. Yeah, I agree. It, yeah, they were trying something different, and it's 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 different. It's yeah, neat. they're giving it a shot. But um, I don't know. That's about I think, it. I think that's about it. You know, that's Fazanadu in a nutshell. Fazanadu um, and Fazanadons. Yeah, Fazanadus and don'ts, folks. Because uh, this is you know this is why why we have fun doing this is like analyzing this. So hopefully. We can do a third entry in uh, in this this little yeah. Do we want to do we want to drop the name? I don't know. We, we already got it picked know. out. I think we, we figured could. we figured there's three games that we could think of that are similar enough. Yeah, that'll be a, like our 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 trilogy of, of these types of games. Yeah, let's let's throw it out there. All right, we'll go for it. So the the third one is obviously the one that people know the most. And I think the most people played, 
and that's going to be Zelda 2 The Adventures of Link. Yep. So and, this is another uh, game that neither one of us ever really played that much. Yeah. When I got, certainly never beat it. Mm-hmm. When I got my NES Classic, um, I, I gave it a shot. I played it for about an hour, and I was like, you know, this game is really fun, but I'm not ready to put like a ton of time into it. Yeah. So I, I have hope. I have hope that we've worked up the, the the staircase of you know up the ladder of quality when it comes to action role playing platforming adventure games <laughs> and uh, and so yeah Zelda to the Adventure of Link will hopefully round out this trilogy uh, and yeah thank you so much for listening joining us yeah. on these treacherous waters of all the things that made growing up crow's nest crow's nest <laughs> buttons I love finishing each other's farts sandwiches Part sandwich. All right. Thanks, guys. Bye.